Hello and welcome back to the podcast. So today I wanted to pose an interesting point of reflection for you, and that is who are you letting be in the driver's seat of your life? And I feel like initially when I say that, you're going to be like, what? (laughs) What is she talking about? Through everything that I've studied in psychology and neuroscience and self-betterment, I believe it is so useful to start to recognize how different versions of yourself are showing up at different times. Okay, so right after I started recording that intro, my right contact decided it was just going to go completely rogue and uh, move to a different area of my eye and uh, popped itself right right on out. So we're back, eyes teary and watering and with glasses on. So again, it can be really useful to see the different thoughts going through your head as coming from different versions of yourself or even your reactions to things. Noticing how those can be coming from different versions of yourself as well. And so you may be like, uh, what different versions is this woman talking about? And I think each individual person can find what exactly that can mean for them. But as an example, you know, we have our inner critic. I know a large majority of us have those thoughts or you can call it a voice in your head that is maybe judgmental of yourself, you're critical of yourself, that doesn't believe in you or says not nice things. We can have an inner child. Tantrums as an adult look and present much different, but adults still have tantrums. The inner child can show up in a multitude of ways. It can be in the way you react emotionally to something. It can be in just wanting to play and have fun, which is obviously a very positive aspect. You can also view aspects of yourself as your higher self. You know, that may be the version of you that sees things very neutrally and doesn't have judgment or criticism and can be very mature about things. And isn't worried about proving anything or is not ego-driven, which brings me to the next version of we have. There is our ego. You can think of your ego as the aspect of you that really cares what others think and does feel like they need to prove themselves. The part of you that cares about material things for what it means for your image or your status or even just making things completely about yourself. Some people may resonate with a version of themselves being their soul. And I know people who have a variety of versions of themselves at different ages that through a lot of awareness and therapy have recognized when certain versions of themselves are coming out. For example, you may have your five-year-old self versus your 15-year-old self who reacts and responds to things differently based on what you went through at those ages. And so again, let it be whatever resonates with you in terms of what different aspects of yourself you view yourself as having. But I have seen over and over in things that I've learned and studied, as well as my own experience and my experience with clients that 
being able to distinguish different aspects of us is really helpful in understanding ourselves better and showing up in a different way and doing inner healing work if that's something that means something to you. But the direction I wanted to take this in today is again, who are you letting be in the driver's seat of your life? Who, what aspect of yourself are you letting run the show? Because at the end of the day, you have the power to take control from whatever aspect of yourself you want, whether that be what you resonate with as your soul self, your highest self, an empowered self. Feel free to give all these aspects of yourself fun little nicknames. Karen's a real popular one for the inner critic. But what I tend to see most often is people letting either their inner critic or their wounded inner child show up as the ones in the driver's seat of how they're living their lives, how they're going about their day, how they're reacting to things. And that just doesn't tend to lead to very favorable outcomes, which is the whole point, right? I'm not here to say that anyone needs to change who and how they are. I'm not here to say everyone should show up as X, Y, and Z. But coming from the perspective of and for the people who want to experience more peace in their life, want to experience more joy in their life, want to attain certain goals, want to have healthier relationships, paying attention to who you are letting be in the driver's seat and working on shifting that can be so helpful in you achieving what you desire. So with literally everything in the personal development space, it always comes back to awareness. In order to create any kind of change, we have to first have awareness. And so we have to be paying attention to ourselves, paying attention to the thoughts that are going through our head, the way we're perceiving things, noticing the very innate mindsets that we have, paying attention to our actions and behaviors and how those interact and how those are affected by our thoughts and feelings or circumstances and vice versa. And in the awareness and paying attention to all these things, we can start to notice, who am I letting take over more often? Is it the inner critic? How often is my inner critic taking the wheel and just going for it? She's driving. How often am I saying mean things to myself? Am I talking down on myself? Am I saying that I'm incapable? Talking to myself in ways that I would definitely not say to a friend of mine? How often am I reacting from a place of fear? Once you start paying attention, you might really be surprised how often the inner critic is what's really taking over. And this has a big impact on us. Our thoughts and our beliefs about things greatly impacts the way we perceive things. If our inner critic is loud, that is going to greatly affect the thoughts that are going through our head and the way that we're perceiving things, both in what we do, as well as things happening in our external environment. And that's going to greatly affect our actions and behaviors. Having a loud inner critic can lead us to self-sabotage, can lead us to not take action on the path to our goals, can lead us to have low self-esteem or low self-worth, which affects a lot of things can lead us to not have healthy relationships, can lead us to not earning more money or taking better care of ourselves. It impacts a lot. And same with the inner child. This stuff can be hard to articulate because it's, it's such a personal experience. 
you know, what goes on in our inner world. But when you really start to develop that self-awareness, you may notice when you get really upset at something, you may resonate with that as being your inner child. Or you may notice sometimes you really just want to feel so seen and so heard. Or you may notice that some of your reactions or your actions and behaviors are pretty immature and maybe that resonates with your being your inner child. And earlier, I said that what I normally see is people letting either their inner critic or their inner child take over and completely forgot about Mr. Ego. Ego on people is usually front and center, real loud, and the ego's like, I need to prove myself. I need to be the best. I need to have status. I need to do certain things because of how it makes others perceive me. The ego gets really defensive and maybe hurt very easily. And I'm not saying that you have necessarily different voices in your head, although depending on what your inner world looks like, maybe you can start to notice there's a slight tone difference between different reactions that you have. But the main point in viewing it in this way and viewing it as these different aspects of ourselves in labeling, okay, that's the inner critic, that's my inner child, oh, that's my ego speaking. The purpose is, is when we label it in that way, it is so much easier to detach ourselves from that thought or that reaction. And that makes it so much easier to notice and let pass on by and not externally react or behave out of that. If we take on all of our thoughts and feelings to be just our innate 100% truth, that's when we just hold on so tightly to a lot of unhealthy patterns and behaviors. We hold on so tightly to, well, this is just who I am. This is how I will always react. This is what I think, and I'm not open to viewing it in any other way. And realize a lot of this is is more subconscious than it is conscious, right? And, and until we start bringing a lot more awareness to it. But when we're bringing more awareness and we notice our thoughts and feelings more, or even just our innate reactions, and we can think, oh, that's my inner critic. Okay, I can notice that. I can notice that as being my inner critic. I can have the awareness of that and not take it on as truth or as me not taking it on an identity level. And this is important because we have to recognize and have full awareness of these things in order for them to quiet down and to be able to shift into, again, whatever verbiage you want to use. I'll say my authentic self, just for the purposes of this podcast, and really let more of my authentic self be the one in the driver's seat way more often than not. Because that's when I'm going to be showing up coming from a place of knowing my worth, reacting in really healthy ways, doing the hard and uncomfortable things for the benefit of doing those things, showing up in ways to achieve the goals that I have, to have the life that I want to have. So there's really two main components here. So if you're desiring to more often come from a place of your authentic or higher self, And those aspects of you being in the driver's seat more often, 
I'm going to say it again because I know I need to drill it into everyone's ears because that's how we learn awareness. It starts with awareness. Pay attention to yourself. (laughs) It may sound really weird and you may think you already do. Uh, Trust me, I've been through so many levels of this that it's like a video game. You just, you're like, oh, okay, this is what it's like now. And then you unlock a new level and you're like, oh, I thought I was there. I was not. Okay. So there's always more awareness to be had, more things to be seen, different levels of your unconscious to unlock, if you will. And just pay attention. Don't come at it with any judgment. Don't come at it with criticism or labeling anything as bad or wrong. It's just paying attention and having awareness. And again, you can detach it from yourself if that's helpful for you. I know that that's been helpful for me. You're just noticing. And you don't want to, once you are at the point where you are like, okay, that is Karen talking. That is five-year-old me talking. You don't want to try to just completely ignore it and pretend it's not there. What we resist persists. And I know there are plenty of people out there who really believe the more that we try to just shove things down and pretend they're not there and not look at them, the louder they get. And that's when we really can start showing up at being just really critical of ourselves and others or reacting in really immature ways or completely self-sabotaging. So we don't want to ignore, we don't want to pretend it's not there. And again, if we're doing that, that's not quite awareness anyway. What we want to do is pay attention. Just lovingly notice, listen, pay attention to what's coming up and choose to react out of your more authentic, empowered self instead. Just as if you were people watching. Let's say you're sitting on a park bench and you see someone walking by selling coconuts for $2. And I have no idea where that example came from, but here we are. So you're sitting on this park bench, someone's selling coconuts for $2, and they have a sign that says, buy my coconuts, $2. You see that sign, you read that sign, and in this scenario... All you do is you notice the person walking by and the sign, and then you continue to sit on the park bench and not buy the coconut because for you, it didn't serve you in that moment. It can be the exact same with your own thoughts. You can simply notice, give them a second for attention, acknowledge them, but not take them on as your truth or react out of them. And the more awareness you end up having around this, the more you're paying attention to and realizing what you think or what you do or what's coming up for you is this inner critic or scared inner child or your ego, the more you're able to shift into a place of just being able to recognize that for what it is and show up as a healthy, empowered version of you, your authentic self, more and more and more. And then what starts to happen is those other aspects get quieter and quieter. I don't think they're ever forever gone. I think we'll always have 
some sort of criticism for ourselves. We'll always have some doubt. We'll always have emotional reactions that may be comparable to those of a small child. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. But they become so much quieter and so much less frequent. And then you truly, the authentic, empowered, healthy version aspect of you, you're running the show now, which is where we want to be. Well, that's up to you. But if that's where you want to be, that's how we can start to make that happen. There are, of course, a variety, I mean, such a variety of things out there when it comes to um, healing in a variety of ways, healing the inner child, healing from limited beliefs, etc. So if you realize that you want deeper inner work or inner healing, there are, of course, so many other things that you can do on top of this. But what I really want you to do is recognize who's coming to the forefront more often and if that's serving you and if that's the path that you want to continue to go down. We can very easily sit here and go, eh, well, you know, it's not really impacting me too much in this moment. And if that's how you feel, that's totally fine. But maybe if we think about, well, if if I'm still showing up in this way two, five, ten years from now, maybe that's not what I want. Maybe I want more for myself and maybe I want to show up as a quote unquote better version of myself for me, for my own joy of having the life I want to have, having the relationships I want to have, experiencing more joy and more peace, having more fun. I mean, yeah, Uh, having an inner critic talk to you all day does not lead to a super fun life at least that's a personal opinion, because again, your thoughts that you decide to truly take on, and if we're, you know, not paying a whole lot of attention, whatever thought comes up is what we're going to act out of. And so our perceptions, our beliefs affect how things make us feel. All of that plays a role in our actions and behaviors, and all of those things impact everything about our lives. It impacts how we're showing up for our goals, how we're showing up in our job, how we're showing up in our relationships, how we're showing up for ourselves. And so if if there's anything about our life that we're not really thrilled about how it is right now and we want to change it, there's a very, very good chance that there's something you have full control over that you could be showing up differently in order to have a different outcome. And so if you're wanting a different outcome, that means you need to do the work to change how you're showing up. And if you're like, okay, this is resonating, but what? (laughs) How in the world do I do this? How do I get clarity around this or clarity around what it is that I do want for my life or, or how I can start to shift some of these things or even just have more awareness? Work with another person. Work with a coach, a therapist, Come work with me. Having someone in your corner, no matter what it is you're working on, is just so helpful in so many ways. And I truly hope one day we get to a point in society where we all have a coach of some sorts, you know, maybe a therapist of some sorts. To have a third party view, to have someone who knows and understands things in ways that we don't. 
to have someone who can call us out on our bullshit, to have someone lovingly support and push us and help guide us. Sometimes it's really hard to walk through a tunnel without a flashlight. Maybe get yourself a flashlight. And if you realize you are interested in working with a coach and you resonate with me and my message and my personality, come and work with me. I am expanding out of just working on fitness and nutrition with people and have now moved into working with people into becoming the version of themselves that they want to be or to achieve a specific outcome that they desire. And you can reach out on Instagram or my email or my website. I'll have all of those in the show notes. And if nothing else, just send along a message saying hi and what you thought about the episode. One of my absolute favorite things is connecting with people. So feel free to just say hello. But that is what I have for you today. I hope you have a fabulous day. Don't let yourself believe any of the inner critics saying that you're incapable. Make you believe that that's true. Choose to go be your badass self today. And I will see you in the next episode.